What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Clint Lowry of Seven Dust. Clint's debut full-length solo album, God Bless the Renegades, is out now on Rise Records. Check it out. Welcome in our dear friend, Clint Lowry. How are you doing, brother? I'm great, man. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. It's glad to have you back. Uh, we've, we've chatted many times about different things in your career. Super stoked to talk about God Bless the Renegade, your upcoming debut full-length solo record on Rise Records. That's right. Man. It's been a long time coming, man. It's been a long time. Right. And so right off the bat, you've had other sort of solo releases and sort of, you know, different things, different flavors. You've written for other bands aside from obviously your well-known legendary work with uh, our favorites, Seven Dust. But why why this solo record now? Why a full-length solo record today in 2020? Well, my acoustic-based, well, as acoustic kind of evolved, but Hello Demons Meet Skeletons was completely under the radar. Um, there wasn't a label. It wasn't marketing. It was just something I did. A digital released. And, um, you know, it, it was, I guess that was the beginning of what you would call a solo track, you know. But, um, no one was probably the next step for that. And that was working and I so That was one of my favorite experiences. It got me, a, you know, my first uh, shot at try, you know singing lead vocals for an entire record, but yeah, still wasn't a, I, what I would define as a complete solo record because Morgan's such a great writer and a huge influence. But this was one of those things that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I always thought I would have a name instead of using my name, but after deliberating it with people, it was just I think it was time to to use my name, and that way any of the things that I've released. The under the radar stuff, the communal stuff, I can still play. It's all under the same umbrella. Uh, for the small group of people that, that were into that stuff, I can play it for them and, and expose new, you know, new fans uh, that I meet through this record to the old stuff that I've done. And, you know, it's just kind of encompassed everything that I've done and, and then put myself out there in a very vulnerable way using my full name. And, you know, so like sink or swim, it's, it's, it's on me. Kind of the hero's journey as an artist for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, man. There's no, no name to hide behind or anything, so um, it's, it's liberating for sure to do it. So I'm, I'm excited. Killer, man. And God Bless the Renegades is such an evocative title, and there's so many really cool sort of lyrical and title things in the album. Uh, you know, what does it mean to you, that title, that song, this, you know, how does that sort of sum up everything for you? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as it being a concept record, but, you know, it was one of those things where the title of that song was came, came about by, you know, I was writing lyrics for a particular track, and it just was a really cool, catchy phrase, and it really said what I was I was trying to say, because um, I was just thankful for people to just step outside of the norm and try to break boundaries and try to grow and evolve, and like I mentioned, you know, it's just, it's, Change is good. Growth is good. Sometimes people, the outside thinkers and the people that are um, go against the grain, usually make, stir it up and, and make things change and get things more efficient, make things better. So it's just I, the overall record just basically touches on that. Like it changes your spirituality, changes it, your um, you know your art, your your life. Uh, you know, are good and beneficial. So that that's kind of like what it. 
all the songs are observations on how we can hope for ourselves, how we can change for the better. You know, and not not on a soapbox by any any means, but just saying we all can. I definitely address my own issues and things that I need to change and things that have changed. Word, man. I think it's uh, it's one of the challenges of adult life is sort of coming to terms with those things and make, making yourself accountable if you want to just live a good and sort of righteous life, you know? Yeah, man. You know, I've made a ton of mistakes in my life and um, I've got a few things right and it feels good when, when things go okay, you know, for a long time. I think I deserve to have happiness. I didn't think I deserve to have real relationships. You know, so those things kind of came about, and but it was change that got got them there. Right on, and you've always been very, you know, candid uh, about your personal issues and struggles and, and also your triumphs, which is, you know, it's important to, you know, as much as we all want to right the wrongs and, you know, get it right as we go, you know, go along in this life or whatever it is, you know, it's important to give yourself some credit. You work really hard to get where you are and uh, get things, you know, at an even keel. It is, man. I, that's, that's one thing that people you know, feel like there's some sort of some sort of arrogance to just say, "Man, I, I did this," and, it, and it's really just about humility for me to say, "Man, I, I was I was able to admit things that I needed to to change or things that um I was doing wrong." You know, so when you do the right thing, if you, you should be able to admit that and shout that from the mountaintop from time to time, because sometimes people are looking and watching you, and you don't realize they're the watching. I certainly have my eye on a few people that. Emulated the life that I wanted and said, talked about their triumphs and inspired me, you know? Word. And it's not just a very, uh, God Bless the Renegades, it's not just a very emotional and deep l- record lyrically. It's a great record musically. It's heavy, but it's super catchy. Always the, the trademark Clint ear candy guitar stuff that I love. But I wanted to ask you, I'm glad you talked at the top about production and producing your own stuff because you have produce records for yourself and others and obviously work with the seven dust guys on producing seven dust records. But, uh, clearly to go back to an ally like Elvis is the guy you got a comfort level with, right. In terms of uh, making this record. I mean, the comfort level is exactly what I would say to describe my experience with him. Uh, there's a tremendous contrast. He's an amazing guitar player, understands vocals. Ironically is, you know, that's why I went on him the most, you know, the vocal, I think it was a stopless point for getting a singer to do, um, to, to really get more direct and, and better performances than they could do by themselves. And uh, sonically, he's just he's such an amazing engineer and he has a full vision when he starts something. He knows that the building blocks of it, he knows why it's important to get every cut right and everything because he's got to stack it all on top of each other. And he's got the vision at the a full vision more so than I do. I'm more about what's being tracked at that moment and worry about the next flavor. He, he's got all that in his mind. You know, that's all on his, his agenda. Nice. A good producer's like uh, an architect. They've got the 3D vision like AutoCAD, right? Yeah. They see absolutely. everything. They see everything. And then uh, how did you connect with uh, Wolfie Van Halen, man? That's that's crazy. He came in to work on the record with you. He's he's amazing. He's such a good dude. He's a good friend. I met him many years ago when he was super young like 16 and he had um, actually I sat down in jam with him he was on drums for the first time and he played like all these seven dust songs you know straight up just like Morgan you know and uh, I was blown away so he was been on my radar my musical radar for many years and 
just been a good, good guy. And he was one of the first names that, that I had as uh, top five guys I wanted to play drums and then realizing that he wouldn't just be a drummer. He went into his just creative mind and he's just got an amazing musical IQ and uh, creative IQ and he's positive, man. So it was like people don't realize how, how good of a drummer he is. People don't realize how good he can sing and play. So just knowing this is a solo project, I was going to be in control of it, but at the same time I wanted to hear other, have a little input too when I was doing the whole second guest and stuff and he was good there for validation right on and uh, obviously people don't necessarily know the story but wolfie came in to van halen and they basically gave him the keys like hey you pick the set list you you drive the rehearsals you make sure we're on point and it's pretty incredible for your legendary dad and uncle <laughs> the van halens to let oh, you man. right holy crap yeah he, he designed a set list that I, I, like a true Van Halen fan would want, you know, and it, he was like the musical director, you know, for his dad's band, and he, he gave us what we wanted, you know, talk about the sounds from the keyboards from Sunday, Sunday afternoon in the park, all that stuff, he loved all that stuff the same way we did, you know. Sick, man. He's, uh, super cool. And the thing I think that you guys have in common, I think, is, uh, uh, the trademark vocal har like um, melodies and harmonies in the vocals that I think is kind of a lost art a little bit in rock today. And, uh, you know, Wolfie, obviously it comes in his DNA because it's like the Van Halen DNA musically to have those great, like almost hidden, uh, you know, not prominent, but awesome backing vocals. And you as a lead singer and the backing vocalist have always had like a great melodic hook to you. So I think it's kind of a cool matchup, the two of you guys. Yeah, I mean, the harmonies and those ideas and trying to find those unpredictable harmonies that really change the mood of the part is just such a cool challenge. And I love when you hit that weird harmony, you're like, oh, I, I would never have thought about that. You know, it's just really, it's cool. And, you know, being in the back of a backing singer, I'm constantly searching harmonies. And Elvis was incredible with finding great harmonies. And I just love them. I always have, I always will. And, it's not easy just to to, to emulate and, and copy someone's inflections. It's not easy. Of course, and I think a, a, a lot of people are going to come away from hearing this record, I think, with a newfound appreciation of you as a lead singer like never before because it's really – there's no getting away from it, man. You're just out in front. It's not just one song here or a song here live. But this is it. This is it. This is you. But, you know, it's it's raw and it's great. Well, thank you, man. And I hope, I, I hope at the end of this people realize that I've had a voice all these years, you know, and um, I'm just like, it's not only, you know, but it came, but I'm so glad it's happened. Hopefully, um, earn, uh, earn a little bit of, you know, a spot with all those other singers, you know, <laughs> that I've been supporting my whole life. Right on, right on. And uh, I think, you know, after uh, like 25 years plus in bands and, and a music career, uh, clearly in the writing process, right, what what tells you or jumps out to you? Like, this is a song for me and this is a song for Seven Dust and this is a song for somebody else. Is there, is it happened that way or is it more like you just sat down and dedicated to write this batch of songs for this album right now? It was kind of a hybrid of all that. I mean, there were some songs that I went intentionally going into write for Seven Dust and then there's songs that I think I'm just trying to write for myself or just to archive you know I love just accumulate ideas and I try to get weird and try to do all these things 
that I can't ordinarily do with Seven Dust. And sometimes it's, it's weird. You, you know, when I was playing all the material for Elvis, um, some of it I'd written for, that's my, my thing specifically, but ended up showing up on the new Seven Dust record. Some of the stuff that I thought were, was going to be, you know, from for Seven Dust ended up being for me. It was just because, you know, I think the margin between musically anyway, the margin between what I'm doing and Seven Dust isn't drastic. At first, the first demos I made, were, it was a lot different. But um, now it's just kind of, I, I just decided I, I don't want to completely go away from what I do with Seven Us, but I do want to have the quirkier side, the more alternative side come out a little bit. I think you did that, and I think you. I think people are going to come away from this record with a good feeling, uh, and it's definitely an upbeat uh, hopeful record, which is awesome. I think we need that in 2020. Uh, obviously, you got a busy year on tap 2020. We're just getting into it. You got a expected Seven Dust record that you worked on with Elvis and a touring probably that isn't announced yet. But is there any chance you're going to be able to tour this record at all? Put a band together, get out there on the road? Yeah, I have a band put together. I'm going out with Ultra Ridge the first uh, February. And I'm going to go out that month and then put, pick up some more shows. I'm playing a couple festivals in Sedona and in May, early May. And, um, you know, I'm going to do as much as I can while Seven Deaths is dorm, you know, in hibernation. And, you know, playing at Wive was a huge part, and it was the only way to really do it. So I'm excited. My band's going to be great. And I'm just going to try to keep up with the guys that I pulled in and, um, and get out there and try to be a front man for a second. Awesome, man. Well, I'm, I, for one, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, your many fans are looking forward to it. This is going to be killer. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with Ghost Cult. I appreciate your time. It's always a pleasure to chat with you about your process. And, and this, this, this record's incredible. I'm really proud of you. So congrats. Man, thank you so much, buddy. Man, I appreciate it. All right, Clint. We'll catch up soon, man. See you on the road. All right, buddy. Take, Take care, care man. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.